to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu Waifu Television Is that you? I can't couldn't come up with something cool for Polo Goodness This is episode 176 of My Check Waifu Waifu As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex Make sure you go to LouComplex.com Use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart It's also brought to you by Don'tTalkShop.com As well as our Patreon producers Shout out to our Patreon producers Thank you so much for supporting us over there Of course I have it pulled up because I'm uh Long running veteran fucking podcaster. Anyway, uh, AB Aaron Brown, Dre the Goat G, Jaleesa, Johnny from Show Go High, Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, explicitly Monique Williams and Nachi. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We truly appreciate you for joining us on this journey and supporting our our, our drive, our ride. Um, yeah. So, uh, this episode. Is bringing back Bleach Talk. We we told y'all last week that we're gonna um do Bleach Talk every other week. We're gonna do a two episode discussion on it. So whenever you hear that cue to music, you know what that means. Bleach Talk is back, baby. Uh, first and foremost, tell how you feeling, man. Man, I'm solid, bro. I'm solid. It, it was a a heavier work week than normal. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm, I'm kind of doing a couple of different things. I got this uh, new training thing where I can um, train clients just by texting them, mm-hmm. get paid for it. That's dope for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, also equally dope for those who need a trainer at a low income or low cost. There you go. Mm. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been a it's been a solid week working. Uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. You know, it's, it's the end of October. We got Halloween tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's the thirtieth when we're recording this. Halloween is Monday. True, true. How about you, bro? What's what's happening? Shit, man. Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Just to use. Just you know what? <laughs> the video game I stream, Black Desert, man. Uh, huh? boy, it. I I've seen something today that blew my mind. Is that good? No. Oh. It's it's quite embarrassing. I never seen a group of like video game nerds even worse than a call of duty like modern warfare 2 classic not not the new modern warfare 2 that we've been playing lately the the classic modern warfare 2 lobbies they're way bdo is way worse than that when it comes to like the pvp scene Mm. bruh it's dude it's i'd have seen some crazy shit in my time gaming in my 25 years of gaming i ain't never seen no shit like this it was a okay so they have something I called. Say, I need some explanation. Let me, I need let me some talk. Let me break this down. This is a little tangent, but BDO is Black Desert Online is a MMO. Okay, it's an action based MMO that's all skill based combat. Okay, it's it's a very sandbox game. It's like you got to actually be good at the game to do good in like PvP. Now, we, they have something called No Wars. No Wars are are, are basically guilds fighting over territory. 
okay? I'm in a guild right now that owns a shit ton of territory, okay? We are, for some reason, our shot caller, which is the person who directs us on where to go while we're, while we're fighting these wars, he's really good at shot calling. I'll, I'll give him that. His name is Post. He's really good at shot calling. He does his fucking thing when it comes to the strategy part of it, okay? For some reason, because we came back as a, as a guild brand new, like to the to the war scene because we were gone. We were we were all old veterans that used to play BDO back in the day and we all just came back and we all started warring again. Since we came back, we've been winning almost every no war fight we've been doing. The problem is is people hate that because I, I don't know why they hate it. Nobody is 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 as strategic as our our, our GM or guildmaster and they hate that shit. And dude, it's a apparently they got a, like a, a they call it a T1 No War podcast where they do a podcast after every T1 No War, which is a tier one No War. And they were so mad. It got my GM mad. My GM started yelling all kinds of crazy stuff. It was wild, bro. They were fucking talking about it like it was real life. And I ain't never seen nothing like that. He had 150 viewers in this chat of people just talking shit. And it's, it was like, it was toxic, bro. It was so Wait. toxic. Hear me out. Y'all, y'all hear that Polo is part of uh, the Guild Alliance Algoon, um, obviously. And, yeah, the, um, the alliance Guild I'm a part of is called yeah. Vital. <laughs> so, Polo got uh, a master strategist for his guild leader. <laughs> Apparently. When, when Polo go missing, y'all know where he at. He in BDO <laughs> Listen, running bro. shit. Listen, it's, I suck at the game. I'm real bad at it because I don't, I haven't taken it serious yet since I came back to the game. I'm just like, I'm not good. I tell him that. But watching these people, like somebody, I was in, because I moderate, I mod for his channel. They went to my channel and started looking like, oh, you're no BDO fan, huh? You're, you're probably not good either. I'm like, listen, bro, I just came back to the game. I can tell you I'm not good. And guess how, I, guess how much I give a fuck? I don't. You guys not are not, so mad at, at, us for whatever reason it's 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 silly it's 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 quite silly it was quite it's quite fun though it's quite fun because i enjoy i was laughing my ass off i was laughing hard sorry to get on that tangent this is an anime podcast (laughs) i know it's an anime podcast but let's let's i want to say something real quick yeah i feel like we should do uh a little bit of modern warfare for after story Mm, it's mm. it's new. It's hot. People gonna want to want to see it regardless. But let's do it for after story. Yeah. Why not embarrass myself in front of all my friends? I'll do that. Yes. That's what Riley. I like to hear. Riley. That's what I like to hear. Uh, <laughs> so I can be a little little ass tastic too on the on the uh, on the game. Bro, man, I have. I, I can play shooters. I can play Apex. Fine. I can you know. I can play shooters fine, but something about this new Call of Duty, I fucking stink now. And I used to be it's so what, good back in the day, man. Here's the issue, right? We old. It's it's well, it's not even that, bro. It's not that we really not not we not definitely old. old. In the gamer like, sense, we old as fuck, dog. We peak, ancient. Game gamers peak at like twenty seven, I guess is what they say. Mm-hmm. But it's like realistically, I mean, how old is Doctor Disrespect? That's true, but he does that for a living. Yeah, but I'm also saying he don't be winning really. Like he win, but he don't be winning like tournaments. Like he was just in a ten thousand dollar tournament and did not win. No, well, I mean he still pop off though. Right. I'm not saying he trash, but I'm saying like you know anybody who do anything can be halfway decent. Hmm. Like I just think shooters ain't really our uh, our focal point no more because we've we've evolved, right? Um, And not saying people who play shooters are devolved or anything. We just 
we that's kind of where we were at for a while. Yeah, you're it's right. like playing platformers. You know, we played platformers as kids a lot because that was what's interesting to platformers. Yeah, now we older, different um, taste, but that don't mean we necessarily bad. Uh, I definitely think if we if we jumped in and was just having fun, we pop off and, and kind of go crazy. True, 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 true. Anyway, what's your episode of the week to swing back uh, to anime? My episode of the week would have to be I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a random one. Not random. I don't mean to say random. I'm a, I'm gonna say my hero this week for me. Okay. Okay. It was a really good episode. Of course we're gonna talk about that in the spoiler half, the second half of the show. Um yeah, for me it's uh it's quite easy. And to not be repeating for a full month straight, I'm not going to say more than a married couple, even though that fucking episode is fire. Yeah. The show continues to be fire, but it's Beast Tamers. Quite it's easily Beast Tamers. Beast yeah. Tamer episode was incredible. Okay. <laughs> fucking yeah. uh, Shout out to the Heroes Party. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Fuck, I want to The Heroes Body Bag. <laughs> I want to talk about that so bad. All right. What are, what are we gonna talk about in the spoiler half? We know we're gonna talk about my hero. We gotta talk about more than a married couple. Because obviously you finally caught up on all of it, right? Yeah, I'm caught up. Let's fucking go. And do you wanna do uh eminence or do you wanna do We can definitely do eminence and shadow. Okay. Clean, clean. So that's what we're gonna do in the second half of the show. Cause uh Blue Lock. How are you feeling about Blue Lock? You're a sleeper. So I, I do still in, enjoy what's happening, right? Like, I, I just kind of feel that I want to get more into the thought process of some of these things, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like the way that they did this episode, it wasn't very... It's not like the thought process was completely devoid of this episode, but it just felt like this was a filler episode. Yeah, the last two episodes feel like that for me. I'm kind of bored, bro. I'm super bored, mm-hmm. and it's just because I just don't have an affinity for these sports anime, man. I I don't think it's that, bro. Because oh, you you fucked with Haikyuu. You loved Haikyuu. Yeah, that's true. That's valid. So it's not that it's a sports anime. It's the delivery. Ima- imagine, imagine you yeah, Instacart. Haikyuu is, not to- is in my top twenty. Yeah, like imagine you Instacart, right? And yo yo yo. Your groceries get here and they none of them in the bag i don't know what the fuck that even means <laughs> they leave your groceries at the front door none of them are in the bag they just bags on the floor but what they gotta eggs, do with blue eggs out the carton high q is your instacart with everything perfectly and neatly organized they gave you a nice little box and said here's your groceries <laughs> blue lock is kind of like Here's your groceries, and it's just shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like I, yeah. I would be much more excited for my groceries to be here, nice, neatly clean, and it. I feel like it was explained to me how to play the sport and why things happen this mm-hmm. way, and that kind of stuff. Versus blue, like which it, I feel like there's a decent amount of explanation in it, but I feel like almost like it's not what I want in the explanation for the anime. Yeah, the explanations just seem they just keep seeming to repeat the same shit over and over about how they look up to these uh really good like soccer players and they want to be these really good soccer players, 
but like nothing else like nothing else is discussed and then yeah. like and then like for our main character to be less boring I, i'm like he's boring as fuck like, yeah I don't, so ugh. that's that's also the thing right is like i feel like our main characters because they talked about in this episode like special abilities and whatnot right our main character's ability is his vision and i just feel like i'm kind of getting tired of that being well i mean you didn't watch ayoashi but that was that was the special ability in ayoashi which is another soccer anime our our main character's special weapon his special ability was his vision on the field was he extremely average Nah, I mean, his vision. His vision is way better than this guy's vision. Mm. So like, he he is a he was a, a he was less than average for real. Like he was the 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 how do you say like he was the the winning the key the key reason for victory in his original team. Mm-hmm. Then he got put on a team with a bunch of really really good people, and he mm. was ass. Like he didn't even know the basics. Right, all he could do was score, and they told him. We don't want you to score. We're going to put you next to the goalie. And he was like, what? Why would I be next to the goalie? Well, he didn't understand that it was because of his vision. And they developed his vision through the entirety of the anime. And I was, or the entirety of that first season. I was like, that's why it was so enjoyable. Because we actually got to see him progress and stuff like that. This new character, it just feels like, like you said, there's nothing actually special about him. And then we got a bunch of people who all have these like killer mentalities, these killer personalities. And they seem to have like, these abundance of traits that make them special and our main characters just like average amongst gods I think almost what, is what it feels like I think what we also need to keep in mind too is that like this episode this show is 25 episodes 24 episodes let me double check mm-hmm. that I think it's like 24 episodes yeah 24 episodes. episodes so what they're trying to do is they're obviously trying to build some something that's gonna fucking get him to magically become the vision man and it's, it's, I don't know. It's they're dragging it out, and it's continuing to bore the shit out of me. I was gonna say we we ain't gonna summertime rendering has completely erased my ability to say they dragging something out. Because <laughs> uh, summertime summertime rendering was too good in the amount of episodes they had. Sure, but I they mean, but not everything is gonna be summertime rendering. This could have been twelve episodes, right? And and solved right. our, our problem. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what I'm saying. Instead it's of it not boring. It ain't about them dragging it out because I'm pretty sure there. I think Blue Lock's manga is still going, so that would mean that there's more than enough material to not have this being dragged out, right? Yeah, or true. even if there, even if it is dragged out, some of this stuff could be snappier. Yes, yeah, make, make it move. So like, not to not to shit on Blue Lock because I know there's a lot yeah, of people a, who love it. It's not. A, it's I'm, not that it's bad. It's just boring. Right. I just. I need I need for this action based soccer anime to not be more boring than like Slice of Life. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. Cause it is. It is. <laughs> Speaking of Slice of Life, more than a married couple continues to impress me. Uh again, I don't want to go into spoilers into this show. But what I wanna do what I do want to discuss is the fact that what they do with the video game reference in this show is special. They had a Yu-Gi-Oh reference. They obviously mm-hmm. got a Final Fantasy reference. Mm-hmm. They got so many references that are just so so key to this. And I think because I'm a big video game fan and I don't and maybe 
maybe you can answer this for me because you're not as much of you're still a gamer but you're not as much of a gamer as I am do you think that will those references will fly well with the casual audience because we keep recommending more than married couple but not lovers to everybody like every single fucking day it doesn't matter who do you think that it's it's um those references will kind of fly over others heads isn't this anime written well and i mean i guess that wouldn't have anything to do with it but let's let's look at the the perspective right like I, w- I would consider myself now a casual gamer, but back then I wasn't, right? right, right. Like, I was way more into gaming. Now, only, oh, back then, the only reason I don't game as much now is because I'm a, a dad of three and a husband. Right. But uh, I, I think that the, the references are broad enough that people will look at them and say, this is, this is familiar. Mm. But, like, when you get into the details of the references then that's going to be what strikes a mo- like a bigger chord with the people who are really, really into it. Right. Right. Like people yeah. who are in the final fantasy two and three and see this and be like, bam, Oh, that looks really cool. But also who look at other, you know, major, uh, you know, games in general and see like, this is, this is definitely more resemblant of something that I know. So, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, I will say it's easy for it to fly over, casuals heads for details but like in terms of like easy to recognize i feel like the way that they've done it is much easier to recognize you know interesting and i was gonna say isn't this is this anime created by a a woman it's yuki so uh and i'm not i'm not saying that to say like women can't be gamers obviously but i am saying that like i feel like with with that knowledge it it means that maybe she's addressing this in a way that feels probably like it's broader and easier to digest for a larger group. Yeah, I don't what they do here is brilliant. It's brilliant yeah. from every aspect because they they t- traverse so many different angles when it comes to this particular situation, this particular trifecta and you like don't know where it's going to go. Now ugh, see now we got I don't want to go I don't want to spoil it because we're going to talk about it in the spoiler talk, but there's so many, there's so many things that are like so intricate to like the way the characters dance around each other. And it's beautiful, man. It's a fucking interwoven dance that I just absolutely love. You know what this reminds me of? This brings me back to quintessential quintuplets. Okay. So another one of my favorite slice of life anime. Great show. If you haven't seen it, I actually need to watch the movie. That's actually coming out uh, December 2nd over here in America. I might check it out on us. Like that shall not be named just cause I'm thirsty. But like what that does with this characters, it brings such, um, and again, I'm talking generals because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. I, they bring such general personalities, I guess between every character and every character play well with plays well with each other even Kamo which is you know his friend even him as as even even though what he did was kind of like not great this up this most recent episode I still like him you know what I'm saying like I I I can't wait to go into spoilers if you're watching more than a married couple but not lovers please stick around for the spoiler talk because it's gonna get I can't wait to talk about this in more detail. I just think that I am now 
I know this has always been the case. I'm just, I'm all about the slice of life, man. I'm ready to go down lists, find old slice of life that I haven't seen that I need to watch. So if you guys have any slice of life recommendations for me, let me know because I want to watch it all. I want to watch it all. Got anything else to add? Uh, I mean, I guess we can talk about that more when we get in there, but I'm just going to say, you know, for the non-spoiler part of the section that, uh, for this season, I don't care how much money they spend on Chainsaw Man's animation. Uh, more than a married couple's animation is my favorite this season. Absolutely, dude. Same, <laughs> man. I don't care. Not Same. even a little bit. All right, let's, since we're not talking spoiler talk uh, for Chainsaw Man, let's talk about Chainsaw Man. If you haven't watched Chainsaw Man, turn this off. I'm sure you have though. Everybody's watching Chainsaw Man. All right. What? What? what you? I mean, it looks good. You know. <laughs> No, I'm not, and I'm not even saying like, because to me, I think the animation is like a, a ten. Like, I think it looks amazing, one hundred percent, in terms of animation. And I'm, and like I said, I'm not trying to take nothing away from it. It's just the stylization of more than a married couple's animation to me, mixed with the the like the the what do you call them? Mixed with the uh, like almost like gaming cameos that they drop in shit's just 10, 10 out of 10 it's amazing but yes Chainsaw Man looks beautiful I love their animation they, they make the CGI look good like it's kind of crazy it's beautiful but, it's gorgeous uh I think this is a, a overall like a really good episode I did think that the pacing was a little fast though like I feel like yes it, it really got to this point a little and I mean I mean I feel like it it should have gotten to this point this fast almost but I still feel like it, it's almost a little fast yeah, I mean, and they're doing what I want them to do, to be honest. And that's fucking cut all the, the bullet. Because Chainsaw Man had a nice balance in a manga. And nice balance being relative, obviously. They had a nice balance between conversation and, um, and like, past in the manga. Like, you got, you got the backstory of... Uh, let me pull up Chainsaw Man so I get these names right. <laughs> of power. You had a nice backstory of power. And it felt, it felt like it was a whole chapters it felt like and it was fine and they just kind of went through it in three minutes which is perfectly fine like I I'm okay with that but like again this goes back to what I always say I when you when you uh when you kind of what is it when you kind of glance over people's backstory like this I tend to not care as much I'm starting yeah. to feel like how I feel with the manga with this show in general. Like, I don't, I just want to kind of get to the action now because, and maybe because that looks so pretty or that's just how I felt about the Chainsaw Man manga. I just want to see the action again. I want to give me that full meathead shit. I want to see him fuck shit up. That's all I care about. Now. I don't care about the characters. I don't care about anything else. I just want to see the action. And I want to see how Mappa going to animate some of my favorite shit, like the bomb devil. Like I can't, that's, when that shit happens, bro, <laughs> I'm I'm fucking I am. That's gonna be my favorite because it's just I'm expecting that to look incredible. But I don't I don't care about nobody. And that I guess that kind of makes the the pacing feel not as bad, right? Because I'm like this feels fast when I'm watching it, but it didn't. It also didn't feel wrong. Right. So I agree. So we get into a, a point where kind of like it's exactly what you want, regardless of how it how if if it feels fast, and it is nice to see kind of like like how 
power is reacting in general. Um, yeah, actually seeing the Adam and it's pretty cool. Right. So, I mean, some of this is just cool in general. Like the the bat the bat demon yeah or devil was was kind of cool and seeing him get shook and I also like kind of like the explanation on like how the more fear the devil is the stronger they become I just I mean and that, it was quick it was just like a, a, sent, a sentence and it just yeah. like you pay attention it just leaves that kind of implanted in your head to think about so I mean it was cool um great animation great sound design they they, they definitely working their ass off on this anime like oh, you yeah. can tell <laughs> yeah, they are. like not, like I said not not even the like I definitely feel like the way they've been been at least animating and like I said even with the pacing in this anime so far they've been they've been they've given us exactly what, what we deserve Exactly. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild, and it, even though it hasn't been episode of the week yet for either of us, it's still really fucking good. I agree. I agree. Shout out to shout out to my barber JY. He's a uh, he's big into anime too, and we, we talk about it every time I'm in a chair. <laughs> and he was talking about how uh, how we got some shit coming out, and he's a big One Piece fan, and he tells me all the time how much he loves One Piece, and how much I need to catch up. So shout out to you, JY. Um, you gotta send me some of that music so we can put it and use it as a break because he does anime sample music too. So what? Yeah, yeah. He's, Yo, he's, your barber in Houston? My barber in Houston, literally right down the street from me. He told me that because we were talking about anime, and I told him, you know, my whole Clanad story. I tell everybody about how that changed the way I watch anime. He was like, "Bro, Clanad killed me. I even made a beat sampling the daughter, sampling her voice in that." And I'm like, oh, bro, you got you got to send me that shit. He hasn't sent it to me yet, but your barber's a demon, straight, <laughs> straight up <laughs> demon, bro, straight up demon. But I'm listen, Chainsaw Man. I, I may not care about the characters, but this is an exception to. This reminds me of that conversation we had with uh with uh with Black Anime, uh, Aaron from Black Anime, on what what comes first as far as importance, right? Characters, world. Or story, and I always say characters, uh, character, story, world. But this one, I don't give a fuck about the characters, but I absolutely love the world story. I don't. I mean, there's not much there <laughs> to the story. He I, wanted to touch some boobs. Yeah, exactly. I just care about the world and and the shit that's popping off and this is a rare exception for me because that that alone for me is I'm enjoying myself watching the show okay that that's the moral of this story um what about you tell how, how do you feel about that our conversation that we had back in the day with Aaron with that uh, um I'm gonna say characters have always been priority for me because mm. if I don't like the characters then it's hard for me to like the anime True. and the world the world is also extremely important uh, story I, I, I find the world and the story being even though for me because like the, the world has to have a story in order for it to be good if the world doesn't have a story then the world is ass so the story and world for me have to kind of be like almost neck and neck for me to like fall in love with that right like how does the world work like like for instance we talk about let's talk about our favorite re-zero right the Mm. story 
goes along and coincides with that world. That's. Mm, I think this. That, ooh, 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 this but is that tough. world, that world within itself, had to be built up with the story and how even how nah. some of this stuff works. Yeah, no, nah, I disagree. Okay, I, let's let's do it then. Let's do it. Hold I disagree up. because you think about it. Okay. All right, let's think about it. We know characters are the most important. Subaru, Elizabeth, uh, mm-hmm. Ram, Rand, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're so important. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's number one. Mm-hmm. World has to come first in order to build that story. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have the world built out well enough, then you can't make a story around that world. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, i.e. Idrisil with Overlord. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's another one where the world built great. Summertime Rendering. The world was built it had to be the world i.e. being that island and what's going on in the island I think that built the story or maybe maybe that was the story first and then the world for that one That maybe that's an example of that but Astro Lost in Space the world is first there I, I, characters first obviously then the world then the story because if you don't have that quote unquote worlds in Astro Lost in Space's terms then you don't have that story turn out the way that it does so the the reason I say these things have to be neck and neck, right? <clears throat> but you said story first, right? Well, I, I put characters first. Well, I, you, um, know, you know what I mean, though. But, but world and story to me, they got to be neck and neck. And the reason the reason I say this, right? Let's talk about human existence. The world came before humans. <laughs> True. <laughs> so. When you build a story about humans, the world had to come first, right? Right. So the story came after the world. Now, when we look at things like anime, a lot of times, you know, the the world isn't always filled out first. Sometimes the character, the, the right. writer, had to have a story in mind. They go in and they build that world up. Mm. But I don't think those two things. Like I, th- I think that sometimes, and even a lot of times, you make a character and you know where you want the character to go. So you you know what kind of world you need your character to be in. Yeah. So the character is making the story alongside the story is making the world or the world is making and developing these stories together. So I think the world and the story kind of can develop side thing. by side. Yeah. And like if you look at uh like I said, you look at something like let's say look at Full Metal Alchemist, right? Part of that world is telling us how the system, the the power system works. Exactly. Part of that world is telling us how, you know, how the military works and how the military did things in the background to make these different things happen. That's my point. But all of that is also story. No, 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 no. Story is the story of Edward and Elric. Uh, Edward Elric and Alphonse Elric. There it is. That's the last name to be fucking me up every time. Yeah, it's them. It's their story with what they're trying to do within that world with the military, right. with the, the the Full Metal, uh, the Full Metal, the the, the the Full Metal Alchemist part about this uh-huh. whole fucking thing. It's it's that the world for me doesn't incorporate the story of the journey of our characters. That's that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to separate between the, the three, okay? The characters mm-hmm. are the people themselves. The world is the rules of the world. So 86, mm-hmm. for example, 86, you got everything that goes on in that world. And then you talk about the story, the story being what the 86 is going through, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's all very, very separate for me. And when it comes to the neck and neck thing, I think you were on to something there. 
but I also think that the references you're giving are stuff that all has good everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, stop using stuff with good everything. <laughs> that's just those. So for it to be neck and neck is just because the stuff you're talking about has good both, good or everything. Like for example, let's say, let's say Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho has the characters. Mob Psycho has the world. The story, eh, you know, not so good. Not so good. So, and and let's let's talk about that then, since we're, we're on the topic of Mob mm-hmm. Psycho. What's good about Mob Psycho's world? The 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 rules of the psychic work. The rules of the psychic abilities are mm-hmm. fire. I love that shit. The the world itself, as far as like them, what they're doing with the villains and everything, that's that's the story part that stinks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, and I and to be honest, the only thing that's really holding up my cycle to me is characters. Mm-hmm. But the rules of the world, which is like the the psychic abilities and, and who has what, okay, the story. To me, is non-existent. I don't even know what the fuck the story is anymore. But so when when it comes to the world of Mob Psycho, though, what's happening outside of our city? What you talking about? Like in the in the world of Mob Psycho, we don't even know if these rules technically exist outside of anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, we don't even know if these rules technically exist outside of their outside of their city. And obviously, psychics got to exist outside, but we yeah. don't really know how far or expansive what the world so, even holds. So but they just, had, they just came. They just had somebody come like two episodes ago or whatever, two or three episodes. Somebody that literally specialized in yokai hunting, so we know it exists. Yeah, yeah he, we know it sucked, exists, but, but that's a whole different like system of how he even approaches it, right? Mm-hmm. So it introduced something to our world of the anime that we quite literally haven't really been given much much explanation on. And like that's why I was saying, like, let's say we look at something like 86, where we know that right now in the world of 86, <laughs> that the entirety of the world, as far as we know, is fighting this AI military. And then when we first started, we only thought it was one country left. Then we get in, we find out there's several countries left who are fighting against this AI intelligence. Right. And the world is now expanded. And the world was started off around, you know, this is our country. This is all that's left. And the entirety of the world is in a state of turmoil. I think that like the the significance of the world is the ability to to look at how far it actually expands and what it can actually touch and what that means to the story, right? Like when they when you develop an amazing story, and like I said, like like I said, one my one of my favorites, my one of my my goats of all time is Full Metal Alchemist. Like, what does the the alchemy system mean to the world? When we found out that there's not just this one alchemy system that we found out in the in the Imperial City, but like when little Chow Chow comes and she does her, not, I don't mean to say Chow Chow, but the, the little Asian girl comes and she has an entirely different way of doing alchemy. We now have expanded the world. And that also just builds on the story to see that different countries and whatnot do things differently. Yes. Yeah, so and like, that's why I'm saying like the story in the world, because you have 
like she expanded our world just by being able to do alchemy differently. Scar expanded our world just by having a slightly different way of doing alchemy. And then there's a story attached to that. That's why I'm saying it's like neck and neck um, in terms of how that, that develops for the world in terms of, you know, looking at anime. Yeah. Like I think we just look at it a little slightly different than each other. Like we, yeah. we're on the same page at a slightly different pace. Right. Cause I, again, I consider world to be the rules of the power system, the rules of, you know, place, you know, thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I consider the story be the thing that revolves around whatever the main characters are. So whatever the main characters are and what their journey is, that's that's it. I'm not talking about different if 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 that was the case. If I was talking about if I was talking about world, what you mentioned about um the little Asian girl coming in and doing the different styles of alchemy, I still consider that a part of the world. Mm-hmm. What, what I'm thinking, I'm thinking stuff like um. Let's see, I'm trying to find that. I'm trying to find another good example of. Okay, here it is. <laughs> this is a great example. Boruto. Okay, characters stink. Okay, the story stink. The world is still the world of Naruto. So, is that neck and neck to you? I don't I don't think so, right? You said the world stinks? No, the world doesn't stink. The world is still Naruto. Okay. Right? But yeah, the world is still Naruto, but I guess like how I'm looking at it, right, is that so the established lore of Naruto has to do with like all the kages and everything like that of every village and all the history they've had. Now, now remember, I'm referring to rules of the world of the right, nin- right. ninja world, okay? Right, but also knowing, like, so knowing about the Kage and everything like that for you is going to be like, we know about the Kage, that story. Mm-hmm. But how the Jutsu and yes. different governments and stuff carry on in the world is the world, right? Yes. Yes. Right. That's how I, that's how I define it. So what I'm also considering is that, like, the world also says that most of the Uchiha do fireball jutsu or no dragon flame jutsus, or most of the Uchiha, um, they like part of the story with that. We know that part of the world is that tied to the Sharingan is when you experience significant loss, their Sharingan evolves. But we also know that that direct loss has been implemented into the story for each character, right? Mm-hmm. Sasuke had to break off relationships and friendships for his Sharingan to evolve. He had to think that he killed Naruto for his Sharingan to evolve. That's part of the story because right. that's things that we saw unfold and develop while watching. That's, that's I guess, more or less, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, how the world and the story intertwine and it pushes each other forward. It's yeah, more yeah. or less how, oh, yeah. how, how, how I, All of it, all three of them, push each other forward like we know that much but i guess i guess i the I, the only d- debate here quote unquote is the is the conversation of the world and story being neck and neck which totally makes sense for your from your perspective and i think mine's is a little bit more uh i'll be honest mine's is a little bit more jaded because i find the world to be so important to make the story good 
Yeah, and you I'm not saying? saying what you what you're saying doesn't make sense. I think it makes sense. Like yeah. I ain't. I'm definitely not debating if the other person makes sense or not. We're right. just debating right. our topic, our side of it. Yeah. But yeah, I think it makes sense because like I could look at it in your perspective, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good anime. <laughs> it makes sense. Right. It's, it's a good way to look at it. So it's not like, but yeah, man, that's. I don't know. Let's let's see how how everybody else take that take that topic. Which right. how do y'all look at it? World or story? Are they different? Are they are they going? How they how they how do they push it for you? How do they push an anime or or manga even for you? Yeah, because I, I think if you build a fire ass world, you could build a great story around that. And and probably because I'm a huge fan of <laughs> this is funny. I'm a huge fan of Log Horizon. I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of Overlord. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. I mean, at one point, I was even a huge fan, which I can say that I am now again. My hero. <laughs> I think. I think that. I, I, and it's it's so crazy because when I think about it, I think that slice of life is the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? It's I think so character centric. It's so character centric, and then it's story. It's like immediate story. The world ain't don't mean shit in a slice of life because it's just life. I guess that's. I guess you don't really consider the world in a slice of life because it doesn't. It's just life. So I digress. All right. With that being said, like I said, every other week we bring back Bleach Talk, and with that, uh, let's uh, cue the music. All right, man. Episodes three and four, Bleach Thousand Year Blood War arc. Yikes, man. Yikes. It, it's looking wild out here, first of all. Um, it continues to be fucking fire, bro. So, <sighs> where, where, where do we start? All right. Uh, Quincy's are demons, as we already know. Straight up. Um, Ichigo's in Wake of Mundo, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, last time. Uh, and I'm not talking about like this season, but last time we were in Wake of Mundo, like for for Canon Bleach, uh, that shit was wild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. So we we see uh, what they call the three bestiars or something. Yeah, from um, OG. My dude, my thing is, all right. So why I'm, you know, I got to start off with the negatives and the positives, right? <laughs> so the so the, the negatives. It's mad predictable, okay? Obviously, the Quincy King is what I'm... I don't know this for sure. Obviously, the Quincy King is uh, Uryu uh, fire father, right? Or some shit like that. Or his real father. And obviously, Ichigo has something that makes him kind of invulnerable to the Quincy still in his Bankai. Which, I mean, for them to seal him away, it's kind of like, what's his mother of Quincy, you know, kind of deal? He got that Quincy blood in him. I mean, we know that uh, Aizen was playing demon the whole time. <laughs> so, <laughs> very much so could be. Um, he he got, we know Ichigo is kind of a, a melting pot of like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> like, not, not to, and I don't, I don't want to say this and make it seem like like I don't rock with Ichigo but we know he he gonna have an ass pull or two but he is like like he is that melting pot of like he can do whatever he wants to right um and it would it, I, I do think it'd be cool if finding out he's a Quincy is the reason why he can block it but is 
what what else comes into play with Ichigo, you know, being able to do or or not be sealed away for his like I because here's my initial thought like and I like where you thinking but my initial thought was the reason that Ichigo Ichigo's bankai couldn't be sealed away was either a because he's a substitute soul reaper and not a full soul reaper so his bankai doesn't quite go that way because he's still 100 human yeah but also his bankai has always been kind of different right right like and I and I I mean I guess I guess I always kind of I, I kind of compare this to Kenpachi too right like as far as we know. Kempachi doesn't talk to his his sword, so he doesn't really know. You know, he don't he don't have that bankai release as far as we know. So, yeah, yeah. So I assume Kempachi is kind of similar to Ichigo in that way, where like Ichigo talks to his sword, but it's different layers to how his sword works. So I assume that it's probably either too complex or something like that for the the steel, because we did find out at the end of the fourth episode that they're stealing the bankai, not sealing them away. Right. Yeah. I just think it's. It has to it has to have something to do with Quincy blood. And I think it's his mom, man. I think his dad was a soul reaver and his mom was a Quincy. And they obviously had this forbidden relationship because, because there always have been beef between the Quincy's and, and this, the soul reapers. And and like they said in the show, like they both are what they're doing is both just obviously the Quincy don't understand. Like keeping the balance is more important than completely wiping them away. But mm-hmm. um, there's. There's just a lot that's like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like, and then then Uriu's father being the Quincy King, that just seems right to me. Yeah, and that would also be, um, that would make a, uh, it would bring a good point to what was said to Ichigo, right? Uh, Ichigo was talking to the Quincy dude and saying like, you know. Uh, this power seems different or or stronger than his boy Udu, right? Yeah. And the Quincy dude says that it's impossible, right? right? And it, it, we we could imagine why it would be impossible because, like yeah. you said, maybe he's part of that like lineage where these are the strongest Quincy's. This is like the pure Quincy. I'm a I'm a Quincy God kind of level. Yeah. Um. So maybe that is why the dude says that. But also, we know Udu has no idea what the fuck's going on. True. As far as Udu knows. The Quincy's left are him and his brother, yep. <laughs> and or or master as well. So or no, nah, his master is dead, as far as he knows. So it's like, it, it is cool to see that like, the the Quincy's kind of laid low. It also was cool to see that the reason the Quincy's can come back like this is because Yamamoto didn't pop off like he should have. Yep, and um, yep. Like how? And I want to know. I, I do want to know why. What happened? Was Yamamoto like Because he always seems very strict And I almost feel like Is this the reason why he's way more strict now Like he don't let shit slide anymore Because that was because, mistake Yeah like he knew that this could always be a thing um, But he probably didn't know It was going to come back like this bro Yeah but you know what I fucking love I love the fact that the uh, the research uh, Of the Soul Reapers I forget his name His name is something crazy But I always love the fact that the research is like they're like, yo, he's so good at researching shit. He can figure this out in a day and a half. But the problem is, they don't have that time because these Quincy's are fucking them up. <laughs> right. And that's why the Quincy's are like basically shocking awe on them right now. They're hitting them with the American army tactic of shocking awe and literally just, mm-hmm. just hitting them, hitting them, hitting them to where there ain't shit they could do about it. And that's fucking, right. that's hard, man. That's that's tough. And it, I feel like the, the, the Quincy King, um, to speak, is, did they give us his name? Did they say he was the Quincy King? Yeah, yep. Okay, okay. I, I just maybe I, I was like 
too hyped at the yeah, moment. They've been calling him His Majesty since episode one. Yeah, I remember that part, but I didn't know they said, you know, Quincy King. But all right. Um, I think that like the the coolest thing about it is that they did seal off the Soul Society's secret weapon, and they gotta know more about Ichigo than Ichigo knows about himself. Yeah, but the thing is, is of course they sealed him off. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> no, <laughs> this no, is Ganjo. No. This is a Gojo and fucking Jujutsu Kaisen, man. This is sorry, spoilers. <laughs> you know, this is this is uh, uh-huh. All Might. Obviously, when he got his shit gone, basically. <laughs> Like no, they gotta steal away the most powerful. This did give me, uh, and I mean, I hate to say it, cause like, I, like I said, I love, I love kind of like what's going on here, but this did give me Mad Zanpakuto Rebellion arc kind of mm. vibes too, it's just darker. because like, um, they have to figure out how to how to work without their Zanpakuto, and it, it almost feel like does this make that Zanpakuto Rebellion arc? Can they can they tie it in? And can I guess it don't really matter, right? But. Yeah. I do kind of get that vibe. I don't know. Am I am I am I the only one getting that vibe? No, you kind no, of- I, I did too. And what and what you what I'm thinking you mean is because it was the same way I felt. Is I felt like this is so much darker than the original, like like than the original Bleach itself. Like the Zanpakuto arc, the Zanpakuto arc was so much darker and depressing compared to uh, everything else in the show, and that's crazy to think about because the show wasn't wasn't bubbly at all. You know what I'm saying? It still had those those moments to where fucking. You were like, God damn, but <laughs> but this time I do agree with you. Like it's it's definitely giving me that Zanpakuto and it's gonna be I think it gotta be some major shit in order for these captains to get their Bankai back or and I think it'd even be dope if they can't. Yeah. Like well and I think that's why they made a uh I think that's why they made a a, a point to say it was it was stolen though, right? Yeah. Because something stolen can be retrieved. Something sealed um, can also be unsealed. Unsealed. Sometimes, right? Like you know, like. Uh, I mean, anything can be unsealed if it's sealed. Like, isn't Eisen sealed? Yeah, and he can be unsealed. <laughs> Which I think might end up happening. To be honest, I think he might come out and have to fight a couple of Quincy's himself. You like, think they gonna? They gonna? You, I don't think they can let Eisen out, bro. They gonna be short-handed, <laughs> bro. They gonna be sh- short-handed. And what? What Zonpak Toa will go perfect with this? Other the than one that they can't steal, <laughs> the that, one that they can't see. That's true, but he can't. It's done. He can't fight all of them. No. What do you mean? He Ichigo. literally had the whole soul society under a spell, bro. No, I'm they can't. About, no, I was talking it. about Ichigo. You said he's oh. the one that can't be sealed away because we don't. Uh, Eisen's can probably be sealed away too if he uses his Bankai. I'm saying they can't see it. If he if he shows them his sword, it's it's a done deal. Oh, I forgot. That's how his shit works. That's right. Good point. Valid. Valid. Yeah, I don't that's know, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he might be a secret weapon. He might actually Eisen might be the secret weapon. But I feel like if they let Eisen out, it's Ichigo gotta go final gets go ten show again. Yep. And yep. can't do it twice, bro. <laughs> can't yeah, do it final gets go ten show twice. But how's he gonna for one, how's Ichigo when he was doing to talk about how he's the one that is gonna stop this? How is he gonna fight all of them? Is he just gonna go one by one, saving the other captains? Basically, like how would that and, even gonna work? And I, I do, yeah, I, I don't think that's possible, right? Because right. he would have to, like, okay, fighting the fighting the Quincy's one by one. Yes, I think mm-hmm. he can pull that off. 
um, because he didn't seem like he did seem fast enough, seemed like he could overpower dude. And the dude constantly not being able to take away his uh, his bankai made it seem like, all right, this is clearly overwhelming for him, right? Right. And he's overwhelmed everyone we've seen. So, and I also feel like him being the one to be sent out to Ichigo means that he had the best chance of stopping because he had that ceiling Ichigo. power. Yep. So, um, to 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 be fair, I think Ichigo can handle the Quincy's one on one. But if they were to say like, "All right, well, we done stole a Bankai, let's pull up on Ichigo," it, it becomes at that point, you know, two v two v one, three v one, four v one, five v one. Ichigo can't handle that. I don't right. think they do a fucking fantastic job of showcasing these Quincy's powers, like like how powerful they are. Like they are taking out people that was in the entirety of Bleach. From the moment that Ichigo and, and, and our crew hit the Soul Society, there's lieutenants and captains and shit has been in Bleach the entire time. It's getting their heads blown the fuck off. Like, and, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen, man. And hear me out. I like that, but I also hate it. Me too. Right? Me too. Because we took we took all this time to build up this status and strength of them. These characters, for them to be, yeah. for them to be pulled Fodder. up on it and, and beaten all, in man, five man. minutes. Like, how did bro say, I don't care what you do because you're going to be dead in five minutes? Like, now I believe you. I don't want to believe you, but now I believe you. Especially since they can't use their Bankai. I think if they can use their Bankai, this is a whole other fight. This is a more yeah. equally grounded fight. But now that they're take they're 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 inching out their bankai's on purpose intentionally in order to to basically kill them. I don't know. I don't know what the fucking soul society could do because they made it a they made it a pertinent point to know that we if we can't use our bankai's we can't win. But the thing is, is though like, and this is where the world's power system kind of comes into play. They have over a hundred, damn near two hundred spells to cast. Yeah. They is they not weak and, and useless like uh, we saw a dude with the cap the the swag swaggy hat I can't remember <laughs> the swaggy hat you know what I mean though right we saw uh, Kizuki Urahara mm-hmm. we saw bro cast one of the, the you know they 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 spells and boom blow a hole through bro yep right now yeah obviously these people are able or the quintus are able to control reishi at a way higher capacity than what it seems like the soul reapers can do but it doesn't it don't seem like they're completely invulnerable especially with the numbers that the soul reapers have versus the quincy's like if we play a numbers game they can't be completely invulnerable and then kind of like how you said what urahara said is that they got three abilities right the the sty the styling thing, the 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 copy thing, and then the steel the stolen this is so thing, good, right? Dude. Yeah, yep. So, so they found out kind of what the three main you know attributes that they have, and found out also that they can't do them all at the same time. Yep, they can only do one at a time, dude. That's what's so fucking good about this show, man. This puts fucking shit like. Black Clover to shame. Now, we were talking about talking to <laughs> Philip J. Woodward in, in our Twitter DMs about about Black Clover. This, I when you ever like hearing you talk about this, it's sending me into my mind and just my mind is 
gears start to turn and, and when my gears are turning, I'm like, God damn, this show is actually really fucking good, man. We knew it was good, bro. And it's beautiful. Imagine and you know, did you hear the remix state that he had to the uh the song? Yes, the precipice of uh, defeat. It, yes. It, it's a it's a slight it's like a softer, almost like a, a slightly lower tempo, like they just dropped the tempo Tell. by a couple beats. Tell. It's been playing in the background of this entire conversation. Oh my god, it's so good! It's though, so bro. good, bro. It's so good, absolutely so good. Man, I all I know is it's been it's been killing it. It's been killing it, and I I decided to wait. Whoa, I'm I'm, I'm a little glitchy, but I decided to wait. <laughs> I decided to wait two uh whole I, until today to watch those two episodes and i think that's how i have to do this because the week-to-week shit is gonna be hard with the way they leaving us bro it's gonna be so yeah. hard because they dropping they dropping shit and that shit is like ugh, you know like come on man you know it's gonna feel good actually to do bleach talk uh every other week every other week it's perfect i think two episodes is the perfect amount of juice because it seems like okay the, the first episode will like if i'm talking relative to the from here on out so first episode is going to be five right and five mm-hmm. is going to probably leave on a dope cliffhanger and then six is going to be just as fire and it's going to end at a decent pace if they keep up the pacing that they did the first five four episodes if they keep that up that'll be absolutely perfect and i'll be a-okay with watching this shit week to week but but also if we talking about pacing though these first four episodes man like breakneck pace bro straight up they've been like it's like all right hi this is everybody shit starts now (laughs) what's concerning is though is like where does this end like how many episodes are we getting they don't we don't even know yet you know what i'm saying it doesn't i'm cool with that (laughs) how much do you think I don't. I think it's gonna be twenty, at least twenty four, twenty five. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Because this, is, the fight. this like, is it, though. Like this is it. Yeah, I feel like there's more that they gotta unveil. Mm. And I, I do think you're on, on point with something with Eisen because I, I, we've seen Eisen screenshots that have not been. I've seen Eisen screenshots that have not been seen so far, and I don't know if it's in just in like some filler arcs that I haven't it watched. Probably, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's, it's the filler arc shit because the, I, I, I would did, love to see Eisen, bro. I want to see Eisen pop up. <laughs> I did peek at some of the filler arcs way back when we were watching it, and they had some of the shit where his like hair was slicked back, and he was it was when he was transitioning to the bad guy arc. Damn. So they kind of showed all that, which is fire, which has been absolutely fire. All I know is this I, shit continues to be great, man. Gut check. Let's, let's, yeah, let's gut check. What What do you think? Is happening in the next two episodes. I think, unfortunately, this the next two episodes is going to be uh, Ichigo is sealed, and our captains are going to be fighting for their fucking lives, and it's going to be it's going to be a issue where we're losing, and I think Uriru is going to have to come into the Soul Society to save either a couple of them or one or two of them, and then and then they figure out what to do with Ichigo. I think that the next episode, obviously Ichigo still. I, don't, I think they're not even gonna show us Ichigo next episode. That's what I'm thinking I think, too. Yep. I think it's gonna be straight action, and I think that in the episode following, right? Not not what's what's the next episode? The fifth episode. Yep, fifth episode. In the sixth episode, Yamamoto is gonna die. No, you cannot do that. No way. There ain't no way. 
Mm-mm. I, is that his name? Am yeah. I talking about the right person? Yeah, if you're talking about the, the leader the, of the, the Soul head, Society, the head, yeah, the head captain, yeah, nah, fire, the fire guy, yeah. I think. And hear me out. Hear me out. What better way to fuck shit up, bro, than the Quincy King showing up? Yeah, he is there. He is there. And, I forgot about that. And, and sir, you, I'm sorry you didn't kill me 200 years ago. A thousand years ago. A thousand years ago. But let me let me hold hold this up. It's yeah. time for you to die. Bruh. I don't know, let's wrap, man. Let's wrap this up. Go on, hey, Yamamoto, give me that head. Um in the in the most uh consensual, amicable way that's possible <laughs> with a with a sword and or Quincy bow. Um <laughs> I, I I but I do feel like and I, I hate to say it, but I feel like that would be that would be a moment that puts us in a place that where it actually feels a lot more dire now. Because he's always been like a solid answer for any possible threat, except for Eisen. But Eisen's a demon, and, I mean, the, and the Quincy King is I even feel more like than is, a demon. Is evenly, or he's a devil. <laughs> he's evenly footed on demon status, bro. That's true. Now you're right. You're on to something. I, I like it, man. I like it. I like it. I think you're absolutely right. You're on to something, and I think. Bleach Talk will continue to live on on this podcast for the next two weeks. So excited! With that being said, we'll see y'all next uh, next two weeks from now with more Bleach Talk. Let's get to our new favorite segment: is recommendation hey. roulette. Now I'm going to roll a random number generator. Okay, I'm going to roll a random number generator. All right, from 08 to basically mm. 22. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go down a number. I'm gonna go to 07. We can do 07 too. Mm-hmm. Wow, twenty two, brother. Oh, where? <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's kind of dope. Right. Let's see. All right, let's try to do one since just in case we get twenty two yeah. again. We're gonna do. We're gonna give you one recommendation from this year, the year of twenty twenty two, which is cool because this is the end of the year. Obviously, we're gonna do a big conversation on uh, recommendations, but let's get let's find something that we know that people ain't watching and recommend it. This is a tough one because there's a lot to recommend here. Mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of great shit. Damn, man. 2022 was kind of fire. And it's, yeah, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to let you, I'm gonna, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I mean, whatever, bro. I'll go first. Recommended something that not a lot of people saw. We obviously talked about it. Um, I'm trying to go. There's so much I can recommend that I know that a lot of people already watch, but I'm going to try to stay away from that. And I'm going to continue to talk about it because a lot of people still miss this one. Obviously, because of the name of it, it's kind of ridiculous, but I'm going to still go with one from Summer, and that's My Stepmom Daughter is My Ex. Mm-hmm. I do think a lot of fucking people should watch that. It's a great show. Um, I think we're going to get a second season, and the second season got some huge implications in it, and I can't wait. Uh, mine is going to be, and hear me out, because I know, I know, I know we talked about this a little bit on the podcast. Love of Kill. 
Wow. Was not expecting that. I love that. That but that was a great that was a great anime where we got that duality of like very the main different character, too. Yes, sir. The assassin and then the 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 detective or yeah, bounty hunter. That, that shit was dope. I, I enjoyed that one. And um I would love I want, you know, season two. I don't even know if that season two got announced yet, but I want it. Yeah, same. I damn I forgot about that. That's a great one, dude. Cause not a lot of people watched it. It was very quiet. I do think that's a great, great recommendation. Holy shit, tell Good shit, bro. Good shit. You know what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we about to take this quick break. The song this break is from uh is from Mir Masa. This uh this uh this guy I like. He does really dope music. Um it's called Tonight. So enjoy Mir Masa tonight. We'll be right back after this uh, break. You goaded. Oh, <laughs> 
and welcome back to episode 176 of my check waifu waifu make sure you guys check out our youtube channel um last week i didn't i gotta put the video up the video should be up by the time y'all hearing this of 175 because i i had i had an error with my pc shutting off and i forgot that i had to re-render i digress welcome to the spoiler half of this uh podcast where we're going to spoil my hero academia more than the married couple but not lovers and eminence in the shadow uh, i'm looking forward to spoiling these like these are like my three favorite shows right now this season obviously with being more than a married couple being my number one favorite uh these have been great shows okay um let's talk about it LTAT. this is uh my least favorite episode of my hero academia so far that's not true you just gave us your episode of the week you liar I'm talking shit, I'm talking <laughs> shit. uh no nah, this is great bro yeah um I I personally just like I I feel like after last week they gave us that moment where Shigaraki kind of had that that inner conflict not even conflict because it wasn't a conflict he woke up and he had that inner like monologue where he was kind of realizing himself and then he he fully woke up from his slumber and that's when demon time starts (laughs) but but like it was just we got we got that moment with or we got the time we got we got a couple of different things here it was it was a lot going on we got time with uh dobby and him kind of exposing that heroes kill yeah you know but hawks had to do what he had to do right obviously like we know police officers kill but some of them save lives too it is what it is uh but like we're looking at this and and you know hawks did what he had to do um, Hawks is also quite intelligent, especially with how he was analyzing what Dobby is doing. Yeah. Um, how how you feel about you know, uh, what it looks like for for Hawks right now? I think Dobby. Uh, what's that? Uh, yeah, Dobby is a cornball. <laughs> I think he's the biggest fucking lame in the show. Okay. Um. Outside of that, Hawks was fired. Now let me just go into my thought here. My thoughts here. I'm gonna start off with the bad this episode and then I'm gonna go into the good. The bad this episode, three minutes before we got to the shit we haven't seen yet. They gave us a whole recap at the beginning, like they used to do back when that shit didn't matter either. It mm-hmm. didn't matter. We didn't need that whole recap thing again. We just did not need it. Okay. So that was two and a half minutes, and then you had the intro, which is a minute and a half. So three and a half minutes, four minutes of just bullshit. You don't, we, my hero, please stop doing that. I know you 25 episodes long. I know you're trying to expand this shit out as far as you possibly can because it ain't much left. Don't do that shit no more. It's stupid. It's dumb. Absolutely dumb. Useless. Okay. Outside of that, the new shit we saw, fire, fire. Now, where I want to talk about some more good. Shigaraki waking up Phenomenal You know what I liked about it You know what I liked about it The most though What was that Is that they kind of Made it abundantly clear That he can't do that shit All the time Okay And I love that I appreciate that Because What Obviously he could do That Right But he can't do that To that extent Is what I'm Was what I'm saying All the time Because it fucking It it, Maybe it's because he He's fresh out of Stasis Mm -hmm. or whatever And just waking up Whatever I, I appreciate that And then they mentioned The the drugs that Overall had And them being broken That I appreciate that too Because you needed That little slight thing To see that Okay Now they can't juice up As much right now 
Okay, because good because that means if if that's the case, Shigaraki won this whole thing. Wipe your fucking hands with it. This shit is over. There's no more story for my hero yet because can't nobody touch that. Quite literally, okay, <laughs> not even figuratively. Can't nobody touch that shit. Now, I did love when people were running away from it that it didn't slow down whatsoever with that. Like the minute the shit started coming out towards everybody is the minute that yo, we got to fucking go. And everybody's running. The shield guy saving the erase erasure was fucking phenomenal. Okay. He's dusted though. Like I said, <laughs> like, I, Bodies. like I said last week, the laser that I do, he didn't stand a fucking chance. The moment they show him next to Shigaraki, I knew he was smoked. Okay. But uh, miracle made it okay endeavor looking like he made it so far right now anyway uh, I, uh from the looks of it he fights him next week and he might get dusted too um and what deku was doing like was it was was pretty cool what i didn't like okay was the uh offer one the number one wielder of offer one talking to deku at that particular moment I oh, one for all. One okay. for all. Sorry, sorry. One for all. I get those two confused. One for all. I think that was corny. Okay. Wait, wake up. You need to stop him. You got to be the one to stop him. Deku can't stop shit right now. So just stop. The whole talking to him in his head was, was I, I didn't like that shit. I think that was whack. Um. Now, it was that because that that both quirks are intertwined together? Is that why he was talking to him or what was able to communicate to him? I should say. What you mean? All for one and one for all. They're like they're like one and the same essentially. Is that was that I, what I'm supposed to assume from that? Yes, the quirks have identical features. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he was able to communicate the fact that Shigaraki woke up because Shigaraki has one for all in him and Deku has all for one. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. Well, well, Deku has one for all. Shigaraki has all for one. Uh, yeah, you got what I'm trying to say there. So okay, so that that makes it a little bit that validates me a little bit more because that's what I was thinking when I was first watching and it was happening. I'm like, wait, but then I thought about it. I let it process in my mind first. I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then that's better. That makes sense. Um, but uh, I I just loved it, man. I love I love I love watching all the heroes run away for their fucking lives because that. <laughs> That was something about that scene was so fucking dope to me, man. So dope. So, so from the second season, <clears throat> they made it abundantly clear that uh uh one for all was not I'm not gonna say abundantly clear, but they made it one for all was present. Like there was something talking to Deku, right? And it kind of gave us some of these like in and out moments where it where there was communication or something is yeah, going on with the, with the overall um, one for all quirk, and this was the first time I feel like we actually got that moment where all for one and one for all had an actual communication, right? Where Deku could sense, okay, something's going on, and I can see where it is, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it comes alongside with the fact that Shigaraki just shook everything up. He just shook everything up. Yeah. You know, Shigaraki waking up changes the changes everything. Not literally did not only did he literally change the playing field, you know, he he changed the battlefield waking up. Because now they got Gargantua up. Yeah, they got Gigantomachia up. Oh my god. He's a demon amongst demons. Um 
<laughs> and then Shigaraki can literally, and they made it. They also said, like you, like you said, you know, he has more control over his quirk, right? Yeah, yeah. So where he was standing, he touched, and while cracks did disperse, he intentionally could choose not to completely destroy where he was standing. Exactly. But outside of the area he was, just said decay. Boom. <laughs> And I'm just like, how far does this, does this even go? Because it went for miles, clearly, because yep. they said they were kilometers away, yep. right? So they were basically far outside of the city and everything still got destroyed and dismantled. Um, obviously, it's hard to communicate. We don't even know how many bodies were caught by Shigaraki. We just know- His own and two, otherwise. Right, at least two got, got caught. Um, so, I mean, it's looking like it's about to get real, uh, real hectic and real bloody. I hope they keep this um, shit up. <laughs> you said what? I said I hope they keep this shit up, man. Yeah, um, but it's also crazy because you you think about what they stood to lose with everybody who was right there by Shigaraki. Oh yeah. If if a razor head is gone. That's pretty much it. <laughs> What's next? There's nothing else. But we also know that even without, like, even when he raised her head, was just looking at the no moves, what they were capable of. It didn't matter. <laughs> they all demons, bro. It's well, funny. I mean, it mattered because he kept three of them. Literally, was it three or two? It might have been. It might have been two, and then the third one was the only loose one. But. It, they kept those two at bay to where these regular degular ass heroes were putting up a fight well enough to stop them right mm -hmm. um, but then when that other one was fighting Endeavor Endeavor almost got smoked uh, until Eraser was able to look at, look at mm -hmm. uh, look at him again or her it's it's wild man it's wild it's such a it's such a it's been so good man I just know it's not gonna last and that's pissing you don't know that you don't I, know that Okay. All right. I'll be I'll be a little bit more optimistic and post pessimistic. I, you know I you know what? You're right. You're How right. many episodes do we have in this season? Twenty five. Oh my god. I don't know where we're gonna go. Yeah. So take that with those who've read know those who don't have no fucking clue. And I'm concerned about the slowdown period no, that's gonna happen. I have no fucking clue. Because I feel like there's no way they're going to get to what the fuck is going on now. Like, 25 episodes? And we, what, four episodes in? Is, is this supposed to be the last? This ain't supposed to be the last season. No, it ain't supposed to be the last season, but ain't no way. Okay, that was episode five. All right. Episode five of My Hero. And I'm thinking about where we are now. At this pacing, uh, it's crazy. It's about to. Be, oh, it's gonna be a good good season. Um, what's your gut check? Uh, Endeavor might get dusted next season, but he gonna deal a devastating blow. Next season? Next night? Next episode? Sorry, but he gonna deal a devastating blow to Shigaraki and make it harder for him to do demon shit. Demon. That's all I got. That's it, just just Endeavor and Shigaraki. <laughs> Endeavor I and Shigaraki fighting each other. Because I saw it in the preview, but I think Endeavor gonna get dusted mm -hmm. though. I definitely do. 
which would be fucking cool. It I would be cool that. as fuck. It would be so be, fucking That would cool. be nice. That would be nice. I would love to see Endeavor get... Daniel uh, snapped. <laughs> dust. <laughs> Imagine turning fire into dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I'm right. shocked uh, Hawks survived. He you said you shocked yeah. you shocked he survived? Yeah. He probably ain't ever going to fly again. <laughs> but, yeah that's a fucked up way to go <laughs> yeah just kill me at that point if I had these wings all my life just kill me bro please um yeah next up more than a married couple but I love her it's the best show of fall season I I'm gonna say it so far I'm liking it better than remake our life I said it I said it so far because Remake Our Life didn't make me do this. While I enjoy watching every bit of Remake Our Life, not one episode was bad. More Than a Married Couple But Not Lovers made me this episode pause the fucking show, stand up, and walk away. Now, when that happened, it was because they had that mm-hmm. moment where Minimi, yeah, Tenji, I'm going to just call him Tenji because that's what you say. Yeah, Tenji is, he's walking out with Watabe. He's walking out with her while uh, Shizuhara, whatever her name is, and Jiro are talking. And that moment, when they, when they showed up and he said, oh, what about us? When he said that, I paused it. I'm like, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 Came back, had it, had it muted, had it muted, bro, and press played and it was reading the subtitles that way. Because I was so emotionally invested at what the fuck happened that I'm like, no, please don't make this shit as awkward as it's about to be. Because I felt like it was the most awkward situation. And for you to have that happen to me in episode four of a show that I just started watching blows my fucking mind, bro. It blew my mind. It blew my mind. I didn't, no, no other show makes me pause it like that. It made me walk away. Other than my Tim Romantic Comedy Snaffle. Because <laughs> that made me do that shit a couple of times too. And his monologues and, and situations where I was like, fuck, dude, fuck. So I, to Kamo for making that a little less awkward with his comedy. Kamo's the worst, though. He is. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's terrible, I, but he was, he I made wanna, it, he made it, his left. <laughs> he made it more lighthearted, though, and I was able to handle it. You know, I, I needed that for my anxiety. Yeah, I wanted to kick him in his left and right knee. <laughs> because like come on, bro. Like and I'm, and here's the thing is that cuz I can relate a lot to our main character in yes. more than a married couple because I I'm not saying I was that guy who had that over imagination like kind of thing, but I mean Overthinking. I think I think a lot of people take for granted the imagination that m- guys and men have especially teenage guys have when it comes to people they're interested in mm-hmm. right so like to to even get that and you have a friend who misinterpreted the situation and then to relay that information to you and now you just outright wrong you loud and wrong because you got a friend who was also loud and wrong sure. uh and now Let's- Let's rewind though. I'm sorry to interrupt you though. <laughs> no, I want to I want to rewind because I need your thoughts on the entire show itself because last week you only watched episode 1. What do you what are you thinking 
about it all as a overall like where, where, where'd your head go episodes two through th- two through four? Oh no i loved every second of it um yeah. i'm not i'm not gonna compare it to remake our life yet because remake our life is goaded for me um currently uh so we'll we gotta it, it, it's, it's gotta earn its uh stripes when we get there um but but hear me out I, I love this show as I've already said and, and yeah you're right I, I had only watched episode one last time we talked about it but shit bro this anime is is beautiful I love how I love how and it's so obvious that I feel like our main character here's here's I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about something I, think I just found funny our main character is clearly gonna fall in love with the girl he's with and he's Watch not gonna be he's not gonna be able to choose between Shiori and Wat- and um, Watanabe so or Akira he's not gonna be able to choose, choose between Shiori and Akira or Shiori and Akira but hear me out hear me all the way the fuck out I'm cool with that I'm, I would much rather I'm actually at the point where I feel like he's gonna choose Akira or Watanabe and I'm happy with it um, because and I'm gonna tell you why I think he's gonna do that and it's all about character design <laughs> They intentionally made her simple, right? She's a simple friend who enjoys just like being with the person that she clearly had grown up with as a friend. They gave her regular ass brown hair, regular color eyes, and just a simple loving personality, which also, granted, it gives her that that charm that charm yeah it gives her that charm that they've been talking about the entire time right and it's such to me it's such great writing to make this character like this simple character with with this love kind of scenario um and then put him with a character who is clearly main character material pink hair super over over the top outfits all the time meant to meant to draw your eye and i'm just like yo they're literally tearing our main character in half with a with these two like sides of the coin these two personalities i i love how it's i love how it's going i uh i do feel very upset about how in the last episode before this when it got their assessment Mm. he and he he wasn't wrong because he really did like kind of help set her kind of straight but he also could have done it differently, right? Right, like he basically, she was basically in a in a point where she was trying to give him give him some. Oh, okay. And, and he yeah. was like, he was like, nah, nope, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's you do that with the person you love, and that's not me. Why you say it like that, bro? <laughs> that's why y'all yeah, no, no 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 <laughs> he didn't even say it like that at first I, I know I know cause he wanted it <laughs> he didn't even, he just said no we shouldn't do this and just kind of just let her fucking go then he's when he was telling her like I, I did that because I, I think you should do that with somebody you love and that's when she was okay forgiving about that my thing man <sighs> and that's what put them back to zero and they points went bad yeah I think that this is this show's writing is impeccable. Yuki, girl, you are insane with the pen. Okay. Because for you to be able to write the this these 
and like this most recent episode, we finally got Tenji to talk more than two seconds. We finally kind of understand what he's about. She, when Watsabe asked that question, you know, are you looking to stay with she's Shiro or whatever her name is forever? He said, you know, if she's down, uncaring of how Watsabe felt at all. Like, and that, I don't know what that does for me. I, I think, and I said this before, I think he's gay. I don't think he likes, I don't think he likes women. You know, I, I just don't. I just think he's doing this for the practical. I'm going to knock this shit out and get it done. And then I'm going to move on with my life, which which will be fine. But it'd be fucked up for her. Uh, and then the way he, you know, remembered Kamel's name, that that's that's kind of where I was going with that. Like, OK, now he remembers Kamel's name. And, and it's I don't know. It just felt he just feel it just feels like that's the kind of scenario we will we we're gonna be in with this particular guy because I don't think he likes either one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, I I I can definitely say like because I agree with the the fact that I don't think he likes either one of them. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't I actually didn't even think about him being gay. Um, I just took him as a person who didn't care, right? Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't he wasn't focused on any kind of relationship, woman or man. Now, uh, what I did think was that since he didn't really care about the relationship with a man, that he's just the kind of person who is like a perfectionist and wants to be good at all things. Yeah. Um, I saw him as like, I'm doing this, you know, like you said, I want to pass the practical, right? right? This is part of my grade and it, it upholds my image within where we are, right? Within the confines of our school. Um, I think that him and Shiori already made an agreement and like, it's like, Hey, we're going to do good so that we can switch, you know, Shiori no. and, and, and I'm saying, and hear me out. I'm only saying this and, and, and I know you saying no, but in the first episode, well, in the first episode, Shiori said, thank you for going along with this. No, no. Uh, we don't, we don't know what they agreed on, but, but hear me out. And I don't know, like I'm, I'm saying, Shiori said, you know, I'm going along with this. I think that he said that because he doesn't want to go against Shiori's wishes when she said, do you plan on being with her forever? I don't think that that was his, his intention. No, I don't no. think, I don't think that he's trying to go against Shiori's wishes. I think you're completely wrong. And the reason why I'm, I'm going to tell you you're completely wrong is because Shiori wants to switch. Mm-hmm. She's she's always hinted at like, look, I, you know, I wish it was me. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Tenji literally said to even the girls around her because when they were having that little de- debate around the uh, the basketball game, mm-hmm. she, they said that I heard the rumor that he doesn't want to switch at all. Period. He doesn't want to switch. Okay. Then when they were in the 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 closet, the equipment closet, she asked him, Hey, are you going to stay with Shaira forever? Because, or are you going to switch? I, if she's okay with it, I'm going to probably stay with her forever. He had no intentions of switching whatsoever. Right. So with that being said, that's what crushed her because she now knows that he doesn't give a fuck about her. And that's why now she's more so towards leaning towards zero. And that's so, what makes it so hard. So, how do we know because like we don't know the character's true intentions that's what i'm saying is is that yes he can say that 
but we don't know what agreement they came on. We literally, we only know Akira and um, Akari. Is that her name, Akari? It's Akari, right? We only know Akari and um, what's his name? Juro. Intention. Euro. We only know their intention. We don't know what Shiori and Tenjin agreed on. We that, don't. We don't really know. They wouldn't. I, I, there was no way in hell that he would have said no to her if that wasn't what he his intention was. And, so, and the reason I disagree with that is because if he goes against what she is saying, right, it could create an argument within their own confines within their dorm or home. So they that would make them lose points because they're not pre- presenting a, like a, a stable front to everyone. They're trying to make sure that whatever they do, they look like this so that when they come home, they can have the proper life and then make it to make sure they have that A rank so that when they get a chance to switch, they can. I think the, the misconception you're having is that the practical matters outside of the, the dorm. It mm-hmm. doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But that's not shit. what I'm saying. That that's is not what, what I'm saying. What are you what saying? I'm, what I'm saying is that they understand that if they're having arguments publicly or disagreements publicly, that when they come back to each other and then within the home, that those arguments or disagreements can lead to arguments within the home. Nah. Therefore, they would lose points. Nah, hell no. Not even close. Not even okay. close. I literally think that they. He, Tenji, just don't give a fuck about this practical, okay? This practical is nothing but an assignment for him. He doesn't plan on switching because switching means that he has to start this shit all over. Yes, you do carry over the points if you both have A's. They said you do carry over the points when you switch, so there's absolutely no reason for him to not want to switch unless he just wanted to get this shit done. He doesn't doesn't care about anything else but getting this shit done. That's why I, I'm leaning towards the fact that he's gay. Because Mark my it, words. He he asked to be something because he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't care. He said he told he told he sent out the rumor of him not wanting to switch. Then she asked him, "Do you want to switch?" He said, "If she's okay with it, she's obviously not okay with it." Okay, she wants to switch with Watabe and. Now, what I'm thinking is going to happen. This is my gut check. Now I'm thinking Watsabe isn't going to switch because she's falling in love with Jiro and she knows that Minami doesn't want to doesn't want anything to do with her. Really, that's that is where I'm going here. All right. Uh, I check. mean, because my my gut check isn't that immediate, but I'm gonna say like for instance, I definitely think that. Uh, Shiori and Tenjin are are working to switch specifically with uh, and I, I don't think like I said I don't think Tenjin wants to be with anybody but I definitely think he's helping Shiori because that's the kind of guy he is like he's been mm-hmm. presented as that good guy I think he's definitely going to help Shiori get to where she wants to be regardless of what he wants I definitely think he's going to do that you think he's crushing on her maybe like for real like that we could be both right right we could be Mm -hmm. both right in the fact that he doesn't want to switch because he's crushing on shiori actually Mm -hmm. and then because he likes shiori he could be helping her get to jiro because she knows that that's where he he wants to be she wants to be but i i I don't like i said i don't Mm. even i don't i personally don't even know if he likes anybody i don't and i don't think that's relevant to the fact that shiori 
her goal and what he what I think he agreed to is getting Shuri where she wants to be. I'm starting to now. I'm I'm, I'm having I'm having some changes of, of, of thought now <laughs> because I still think I still think he might like Shiori. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean that's that's cool. And that's why he said I don't plan on switching. I don't plan on switching. Is what he said. Clear as day. He put out the rumor that you cannot look at that and overlook that and think that doesn't mean shit. That means everything. But I do think because he likes Shiori and he wants Shiori to be happy, he's going to pass Shiori to Jiro by actually switching. That's where I'm. I'm, I'm changing my gut check to that because that makes more <laughs> sense. Because him knowing that he actually is crushing on Shiori and loving her would make a lot more sense to the fact that why he said. I, if if she wants to be with me forever, I'm going to do it. You don't say that for no fucking reason. They said forever. They didn't say just for the practical. They didn't say after the practical. They said forever. Okay, but these are also, these are kids. Forever is next week, man. They're not kids. They're th- they're thirty years, bro. They're thirty years. They're seventeen, eighteen years old. So it's like, it's 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 a different. It's a different look. Now, Shiori having a conversation with Jiro, that's what is also confusing me because she's like, she don't know. Why the fuck would she say that to Jiro knowing how she feels about Jiro and how Jiro, she has an inkling of what he feels about her. Now. Because she knows. She knows. It's not that she doesn't know, Polo. I'm telling you, bro, she knows. And I'm telling you, Tengen knows that they know where they want to be. I'm not saying Tenjin will tell him I don't know him. (laughs) If he asks if you're going to be with Tenjin forever, that doesn't make any sense. It does because they're trying to present a unified front, bro. I'm trying to tell you. That doesn't matter for the practical when you're outside of the dorm, though. That's that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying it matters outside the dorm. I'm saying that they're presenting a unified front because inside the dorm, they still have to do what they need to do to make things work. You can do that without needing to say these things to the people who you're trying to be with you could do that right. no problem so all right hear me out they're there they can be like i don't fuck with this dude at all outside of class and then go home and be like so i heard you know outside of class that you know we ain't cool whatever but you know we, we're still gonna act like we love each other inside in front of these these monitors so that we can get these points to me that that's too much that's even more acting to be like, all right, I'm cool with not liking do outside of class. But as soon as I get back to the dorm, now I got to act like I like you. Yes. That's too much work. That's exactly that's what that's exactly what Watsabe and Jiro is doing. That's exactly what our main characters now, are doing. And that's why the they team. in last place. They it's wasn't though. They they that <laughs> that's not the reason why they went to last place. The reason why they went to last place was a was a miscommunication inside of the dorm, not mm-hmm. out, not yes. out. Yes, and what was great about what they did a really good job of displaying for us is that in those first few episodes, they were actually having a decent time outside of great. class. No, they were doing and great then, in the dorm. Yeah, but I'm talking about like when they were outside together, they were actually fine for the most part. Even if they weren't doing the same exact things, like she was going out and doing stuff, they weren't having any squabbles outside. I need this shit dubbed. I want to rewatch it all again. And they're having squabbles inside. And that's what caused their points to go down. Not the squabbles outside, obviously, because they can squabble and argue as much as they want outside. They didn't but communicate they, outside. That's the problem. Right. They didn't communicate outside. So when they got back inside, they had more communication problems. Not 
And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that these this team, Shayori and Tenjin, are great at communicating outside and inside. So the point is that they're working well together. Yeah, but if so they know where each other everything. if they know where each other wants to go and mm-hmm. they're talking to them the people directly. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think Tenji has anything to do with Watsabe. I don't think he gives a fuck about her. I think that gal girl shit is in his shit. And mm-hmm. Shayori is his shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when Shaiori is talking to Jiro, there's no reason for her to say, I don't know. No reason. Okay. Now Tenjin, there's absolutely a reason for him to say, Yes, I want to stick with Shaiori because he likes her. Okay. If she wa- is willing to have him. Which Shaiori and him know that that's not the case. But he made it clear to Watabe that he ain't want he don't want shit to do with her. But the Jiro and Shayori thing, Shayori loves Jiro. Jiro loves Shayori. They know that. So why the fuck would you answer the question in the conversation between just y'all two? Just y'all two. Tenji, 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 Tenji ain't there. He ain't there. Why would you not tell him the truth? We we acting like these are two characters who haven't displayed their shyness to each other. Like they literally mm-hmm. had that moment when they were children and, and not even children like years ago when she was moving before she came back yeah. where they You're both right. miscommunicated their points, right? They You're both right. had that moment. They're still not communicating properly in terms of displaying how they actually feel about each other. They're both not, even though we, we can see that they like each other, we can see that because they made that abundantly clear. Right, and, they, and, they yeah, because yeah. he was they, about to tell her too, like, "Hey, right, he switch. was about to, but something always happens combo. every time he wants to be like, I love you. Things happen, right? Yeah, like you say, combo me. popped up. What happened? Boom, he messed everything up. Fucking That's what man. I'm saying is that regardless of what they're telling us, right? I think there's still more to the story that is meant for us not to necessarily know until it's ready to be revealed. Mm. All right, bro. Let's go ahead and Eminence and shout. <laughs> I love this show. We're we, we gonna, we gonna be on that topic forever. We gonna, dude, we could talk about this show all, uh, for a whole podcast itself. Facts. To be honest, it's so good. It's so good. All right, Eminence and Shadows. Uh, you know, it was a good episode. It's been good. It's continuing to be good. I hated the way this ended though because I kind of wanted to see him pull up sooner. Uh-huh. You know, but that I, you know, they got. Again, twenty episodes, twenty-two episodes. Uh, so we knew dude wasn't shit to begin with. Uh, what's yeah. her name? A fiance. Oh, we knew he wasn't say, shit to she begin knew with. Too. And, and he, he, he didn't know. And he was even he was even less than ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's worse because he's a part <laughs> of the fucking demons that they're hunting. They'd be like, you ain't. They'd be like, you ain't shit. He is. He is shit. Yeah, <laughs> literal shit. But uh, I I just was like, yo, to see Alpha pop up, Delta oh. pop up, they was like, we were only able to muster about a hundred and four, a hundred and what? <laughs> <laughs> you got a gang, and then he and then still he still, think, no he still think they just playing with him. Yep. They just came to. I just need him to realize this shit real, and that's that, and that's that's the okay. Let me talk about my gripes with the show. My gripes with the show is that I don't know nothing about Alpha, Delta, Bravo, Sig. Sigma fucking uh, whatever. I know nothing about those, and I want to know everything about those those girls. <laughs> I want to see them pop off. I want to see all that shit. 
also what I don't like is the fact that he he's so good at everything but like how does he not understand that this shit is real now right maybe it's because nobody said it when they were having conversations he didn't really have conversations with the evil people he's been fighting he's just been literally destroying them maybe that's the that's the comedic portion of that and like the the Ides Ulgon-esque kind of situations um but like I really want him to just know so that we can get a proper show you know not this season yeah true true <laughs> they gonna wait till they gonna wait till the 23rd episode and be like oh also all this shit that you you made up is real <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it that's oh probably man it. but, but, but good, hear me man. out though hear me out I agree with everything you said that I want to know more about alpha beta delta gamma all uh, of them, I want to know about all of them but I also feel like it's lovely that we don't know anything about what the fuck they're doing because we did not expect them to pull up with 100 people for this scenario true 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 i guess it's i guess it goes to to talk about how you know when we had we know what the character what the main character knows Mm -hmm. and that's kind of fire that is kind of fire it's it's always fire every time we get this kind of scenario where the main character knows it it always turns out cool Mm -hmm. and Yes, I wanted to see him actually pop off. I wanted to see him talk his shit. I wanted to see him be like, "I'm the shadow. I'm the eminence in the shadow." I'm I, his name is so redundant, but I love everything about it's so <laughs> redundant, bro. That's so funny. Come pulling up on demon time, like let me show you something real quick. And he's about to get to work. Everybody that everybody that talk shit. Like he didn't even think about killing the dudes who who thought they was about to <laughs> like, yeah. Over. yeah. So my question uh, to you is then like. Is, does he look different in his cloak, or would is he gonna um, is she gonna recognize him? I hope so. Me I hope too, she recognizes him. I, I think there, I think there's two things that if she doesn't recognize his face, she gonna recognize how he how he because what? how he fights. How? Because he doesn't fight. He just fight basic. Well, I mean, this is what I'm saying because he still technically is a fencer. So I think he gonna pull out his sword and do something, and it's gonna be like basic. Bruh. She's not like just like how his sister couldn't recognize the four attacks he was about to hit her with, even though he only did the one. Bruh. I think she's gonna recognize the basics. Hopefully, bro. Sorry to set your shit down. I know he doesn't pull out a fucking sword. Okay, he uses the, his the whole slime cloak. sword. The his slime whole, sword does turn into a regular sword sometimes. His whole cloak stretches out and chops motherfuckers in pieces, bro. Like that's <laughs> he's not gonna be no doing no damn fencing. He always talking about how primitive that fighting style is in his world. He's gonna do his own thing and decimate this guy with like some different techniques that he's been using with his fucking cloak. It's so irrelevant that fighting style. I'm it's so hoping, funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I just really want to. I really want her to see who he is and be like, "Oh damn, this is what and, he really." And is. She joined. She joined the little guild or whatever. And she joined. And she joins the the shadow. But like, I think she's gonna actually fall in love with him too. Mm. And that's gonna be hilarious. But she can't fall in love with him though. Why not? Because he's everything that she don't like. <laughs> no, but, but in this particular situation where he. He's been hiding in that and be and trying to become the, the background character. I he's think a that, liar. I think that's what she's going to like. He's a liar. He is extremely good at everything that she hates. Yeah, but I, him saving her and then him playing the fool. I think she's going to like that. I think I don't know. I, I think she's going to have a 
a recon- reconciliation about who he is and, and what she feels. I don't know. You might be right though. You might be right because he is everything she hates. So she might even just hate on more. I, like I keep looking at the uh, the banner on Anilis, Anilis.co of Eminence and Shadows. I'm like, I don't know who any of these girls are. Like I only so, know Alpha and Beta. Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Epsilon. <laughs> uh, what, what's the girl name? Her name is Alexia? Yes. So, I mean, she is still a supporting character. So she's there somewhere. You got New... Zeta, Ada, Xenon. Uh, no, Xenon is the, the demon dude doing we like. Yeah, but I mean, we got a lot of characters still that we got to see. True. This is maybe, fucking great. <laughs> maybe Alexia sticks around for a little bit. I hope she do. I hope she do. Yeah, because Alphas and Beta is the main. Yeah, and, and Delta was, was uh, sorry that she didn't get to see him. Oh yeah, Delta is the adorable one with the ears. Yeah, the cat ears. Yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah. This show's fire. This show's fire. It's crazy how spoiler talk is literally forty minutes long. Um, <laughs> let's, let's wrap this shit up, bro. All right, we just finished talking about Eminence and Shadow and all of this greatness. Y'all already know how we feel about it. Come back next week for some more Eminence and the Shadow talk. Uh, more than a married couple, y'all already know how we feel about it. About it, we just spent thirty minutes talking about it. Come back in, um, next week for more, uh, more than a married couple talk. My hair academia. This has been a great season already, starting off good. Polo don't know if it can stay consistent. I, I think it so. can. Hopefully it so. is because I don't know what's coming next. Really, uh, let us know what you thought about that song on our break. Um, we also uh, had a recommendation roulette. Uh, let us know what you think about our recommendations and give us your something for yours for your year. Um, we also had Bleach Talk. Y'all know how we feel about Bleach. It's been a, oh my God, it's a great time coming. Uh, story and world, our topic for the week. Um, how, how much does the story and world affect, you know, how you view and your pleasure for anime? Uh, Chainsaw Man, you know, I know it's not our, our episode of the week every week or anything like that, but it's been fire. I yes. can't even complain, really. Great to look More, at. Uh, Blue Lock. It kind of let me down these last last couple of episodes, but I'm 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 holding on to it. I still I still I'm still ready for more episode of the week for me. It's My Hero Academia and Beast Tamers for Polo, and that's been episode 176. of Mike check waifu waifu. I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. I'm at King Tilliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike check waifu on Twitter and at Mike check waifu waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike Mike, Mike check. check, check, check. Polo and Tell is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?